Hey, we appreciate you listening to the Movie Propcast, and we just want to let you know you can find us on the old social media, at Movie Propcast on Instagram and even TikTok. Yes, there's some stuff going on over there. And if you're feeling particularly generous, it's okay, you don't have to, but on Patreon.com, you can find us, Movie Propcast, there as well. That's a fun little place where you can get some exclusive content. But okay, enough about that. I'm going to get out of the way, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. actually start the podcast or no like yeah, i don't know if i'm start, actually using this or not <laughs> no, i'm not so start, much sure all right let's let's start the podcast let's start the podcast i right, see now it's not going to be as natural it's not going to feel as good all right here we it go could be. it's the no, movie no. propcast you're here everybody well i mean uh, <laughs> why do you why do you have to bring them in like that i don't know i don't know i, I don't know i just feel like you know it's, it's it's a different vibe we've been out of the game for a while so it's like do we you, even know what we're doing here you know i was gonna say you genuinely forgot what we're doing here like you oh don't it's know the movie broadcast welcome back everybody uh no i'm excited that is gonna i'm glad to have the- this back <laughs> <laughs> that is going to people just like 10 five of our 10 listeners just turned us off how dare you say there's 10 you mean 10 million uh, 10 million listeners uh, and downloads. You can check that out. Uh, Apple Podcasts, the movie Propcast. We have a we have a decent amount of reviews, man. Right, come on, let's let's chill. All right, we've been out of the game for a bit, though. I did hear from a birdie. We were what top two percent in podcasts. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we 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 did we did peak pretty well there for a bit, but we're back. And uh, obviously, there was some. And if you follow us on the old Twitter, uh, by the way, it's uh, at movie Propcast, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. There's some spicy life events going on right now, uh, and if you're watching the video on YouTube, you can find us here. Uh, it's the movie propcast. You can see I'm now in a different. I'm not in a closet anymore. Okay, no, so I'm actually he's not, in. He finally, he's finally out. I yeah, I'm in a real room, uh, which is nice. It has air conditioning. There's a good airflow. I'm not. I don't have to worry about sweaty pits or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm feeling comfortable. Um, and this is a podcast, so no one listening should have to worry about my sweat and uh, and and hygiene. But I got to tell you, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, so we're settled well, in. Are, I have my movies in the background. If anybody, if you, if you, you again, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you're not really going to see this, but you can go check it out on our social media. Uh, behind me is all of my movies. Uh, and, and I'm actually, this is the first time ever I think I've actually like displayed them publicly, uh, which is great because <laughs> what's the point of having 500 plus DVDs and Blu-rays if you can't show the world? all these movies i'm not gonna lie i've i've toyed with the idea of making a blu-ray collection especially steelbooks i love steelbooks but then my mind is like we have streaming platforms so then my mind is like if there's a blackout then you can only go to your dvds if you have a dvd player so I'm, i'm always waffling between do i want a large dvd collection or do i just like rely on streaming services so i've toyed with that exact thought back and forth so many times I've just always wanted physical media. Like, I just wanted a wall similar to what you see. Like, I just wanted a bunch of movies. But then I realized the argument for, like, well, what if? What if all of a sudden the internet disappears and I want to watch a movie? We're going to have bigger issues if the internet decides to just evaporate (laughs) and disappear. There's going to be bigger issues than if I can watch Scrubs Season 3. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not going to happen. We're in a nuclear apocalypse. I'm like, man, I really wish I could be watching Friends right now. Like, I want to watch the one with the turkey. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Where, where would you even like, if you don't have the internet, would we even have electricity? So I, I don't know. It's, there's a lot more issues that'll be happening there. But anyway, you... we're glad to be back. <laughs> Yes, I don't we're, know. I, we're glad to be back. So like Doyle said, there's a lot of life changes going on for both of us right now. So sorry for the absence and sorry if there's another future absence. Uh, but soon, in the next uh, month and a half, everything will be settled and we will be back to our fre- regular frequency. Nice and he's, he's being vague. Tyler's moving too, all right? We're all moving all over the place. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he'll be moving as well. And we'll try to... So what we'll try to do is is maybe if we can't... If we don't have time to bust out like a full episode or we, we don't preload a few episodes in the can, uh, which is a, a radio term. It's in the can. Um, we can... We'll just jump on. We'll just like... I'll call him up on the road while he's moving and just be like, hey, you want to chat for like five minutes? And we'll, we'll throw something up. So, uh, so you guys know what the hell's going on with us. But... But we're excited, and Tyler, you've picked this movie today. It's a movie by the name of, let me check my notes real quick, Mission Impossible. Never heard of it. Um, <laughs> ne- never? No, no. I mean, it's apparently a good movie. What, one of the uh, the few franchises from the 90s that's still making movies to this day. It literally <laughs> won't die. There's like, I didn't realize there were this many movies. I didn't realize yeah, there was that we've many. We've got one coming out. There's one coming out next year, I think. It's absolutely absurd. The impossible mission is canceling the series. It just won't. It, they just won't stop. Is, That's what's impossible. Is there actually another franchise from like the eighties and nineties that is other than I don't even want to count like the Matrix because, yeah, like Mission Impossible has steadily been making movies for the last thirty years. Well, yeah, I mean, other than like James Bond, right? Like James Bond's, but those 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 don't yeah, all those tie are, together, right? Yeah, those, those are all kind are, of yeah. reboots too. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I don't off the top of my head. I mean, I know technically. Jurassic Park, but I was just—that's just gonna say that. (laughs) Technically, we're at we're we're about to be at six with Jurassic Park, but but there was again a big lull between, right? So it's like I don't know. I feel like the 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 amount of time between these that have come out, it's just long enough to kind of be like it's or just close enough where you're like they're still kind of putting these out. It all feels like it's all happening at once. So. Yeah. yeah. Other than and now it's like it's kind of like the Tom Cruise MCU, right? It's like it's kind of like his little universe that he just he, goes back he and started plays in. he started it all. <laughs> the thing is so like watching this movie. So we're doing Mission Impossible. Watching this movie and knowing watching this movie when I was younger and just seeing Tom Cruise be cool and watching it now and knowing what Tom Cruise would become and knowing like his past movies like Risky Business and Top Gun and all that stuff. And seeing him in this, you can, there, there's like a part in this movie where it clicks and he's like, I can do this forever. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, there's a part where he's like, oh, I I know what I'm doing. Like, I am Ethan goddamn Hunt and I'm, I'm going to run this to the ground. He's like, pretty he, good. He's good. Movie. I yeah. have to, let me just, before we dive too deep into this, I need to admit something. Uh, and this is maybe oh, the no. first time I've ever said this. This sitting, uh, watching this earlier today, first time I've ever watched it from start to finish. What? Yeah, I've never, I've never sat through an entire Mission Impossible movie. I've seen bits and pieces. There were parts of this movie that were familiar. I've never. This, this is the first time I've ever Wait, just seen any any of them. There's seven. Any. You've not I've never sat seen, through. No, I've never, never fully seen a Mission Impossible movie. And we might today, have to do all it. seven back to back. Like we might just oh. have to go. <laughs> Oh, please no, don't no, no, don't not. do that to the to, to both me and the audience. Not that I thought no. it was bad, but I mean, like they 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 just get better. Right. They genuinely okay, but, just get better. But they but you don't but you don't burn out because it's been over a span of thirty years. Okay, don't don't push it all in one week. I'll throw up. It'll be too much. For me. <laughs> 
So I I'm genuinely shocked because I recall seeing this movie at like the age of seven. Like I remember actually one of my notes is about this. So first off, Mish, in this movie we have a crazy cast. I I saw the IMDb when I was searching this movie and Doyle and I were talking about it before. Just like just give them some names, please. Right. So Tom Cruise, obviously Ethan Hunt. John Voigt is Jim. Uh Emmanuel Biart. I, I, Bart. I don't know how is that how you say it? I think it's Bart. Bert. 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 Uh was Claire. Henry Zerny, I don't know who that is. Kitridge, I, 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 him as a character, we can get into that a little bit later. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know, just kind of, kind of dense. Uh, Jean Reno as Krieger, and every time I see this guy, and I, we were talking before, I think of Godzilla uh, with Matthew Broderick, the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. I, I see his I face, just, and that's the only movie I can play. I can place him. Have in. you? Have you seen the Perfect Leon the Professional with Natalie Portman? She's like five I years did, old. No, I have not. Oh my god, that is another great action movie. That is, it is so good. I'm, I'm not. Okay, yeah. I'll look into that in a little bit. But yes, uh, Ving yes. Rhames uh, as Luther loved him in this movie. Uh, who else are we look at? I think. Oh, and uh, you you forgot him again. Who's we the, got who? Emilio Estevez. Oh, dude, it's, he's not even like. Uh, to be fair, he's not even. <laughs> he didn't even get good billing on this. Uh, the he top didn't. Cast he, list. he was. He was in this movie for all of fifteen minutes. If that, Man, I, that might be. That might be generous. Got crunched. He was like, yeah, so, I don't know. So there's there's a few key memories of this movie that I have from growing up, and like I said, I watched this when I was probably way too young, and that elevator scene. I was at an age where I didn't comprehend death completely so i all i remember is being confused as a child about why he wasn't in the rest of the movie and i and now and because i didn't i remember the elevator going up i remember spikes i don't i never saw the part where the spike hit him in the face because okay so it happens so slowly it literally like this he could have just moved out and sure maybe he got squished by the ceiling but the spike yeah. definitely didn't have to happen, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't have to take did, the spike didn't. to the face. That was a bit much, no. I thought. You know, he could have probably yeah. avoided that. Also, one other thing. If we're, listen, I'm going to gripe it up here because I don't have a, a love attachment to this film, and I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> it's the 90s. There were some cheesy moments in this film where you're like, okay. You know, it, a it, lot, it definitely, a lot. It definitely dated itself. It felt pretty stiff. But... I, I did see I did think at the end when it was over, yeah, I could see that this is a really good movie, especially for the time. Like if you if you I'm able to kind of place yourself in that in that time and be like, okay, this is pretty fun. It was an interesting movie, lots of twists. The dude on the top of the elevator, your boy, was he not in that elevator shaft and an elevator passed him by? Did you do you remember that? He was like yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side and it passed him by. The thing- I'm, I, whenever I see him going up, I'm like, dude. I, in my head, I'm like, dude, just do the thing you did. Just slip into the wall, like, and have it. I pass think you. the thing is, it was moving too fast. If he tried to slip in the wall, he was gonna get like a. He was gonna, you know, like he was gonna get smeared across the wall. Okay. I thought about I it guess. too, All but right. it was it was moving fast enough to where like there was there was really no safe way to like pin yourself against the wall. There, right. Just okay. Wasn't that's happen. fair. All right. All right. You saved yeah. it this time, but there's more to come. I promise. <laughs> I ju- oh no, that's fine. There, there's a lot because it, it is a movie from the '90s. Things I liked. I'm gonna just jump right into that. Okay. Um, you feel very James Bond esque at the start of this movie, like. After they do that whole cool, um, like the prop room, the fake room, and he pulls off his fake face and all that, which honestly, 
in the night, I remember being blown away by the fake face because obviously like as part of visual effects, they've been using fake face and masks since like the eighties and seventies. But like as a movie thing, like him disguising himself as someone else. And this right. is something that carries over through. You wouldn't know because you haven't watched them through the rest of the mission impossibles. I, I know that shtick. I know that shtick though. Yes, I, I, I know they, that enough. They use the fake face and the fake voice for the entire, like, it's like their go-to move, and they just introduce it with this, and it was it was awesome. But then you get the crazy intro with the fuse and the James Bond-style uh, music and that classic. Okay, dun, that music, dun, dun, that music's dun, dun, really yeah. good. That, yeah, the, the Mission <laughs> Impossible music is really good. Uh, I'll give them that for sure. But I, I'll tell you one thing about the intro. Again, as somebody, I've never seen that. That was the first time I had seen the intro to this film. I thought it was some dude just slacking off watching a, like a TV show. It was the way that was being filmed, all the cameras at the angle. It yeah. literally just looked like a sitcom. And I was like, what am it I did. watching here? It did. Like, this is strange. And my notes say, I love how campy it feels. Like, yeah. I, 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 I wrote it out. I was like, this, it feels like an old spy movie. And I love it because between one and two, two feels so much more polished and like, an entry into what we get in the next 20 years of action movies. Right. Uh, one thing about this film before we, again, before we get too deep into it, I, I watched it on Amazon, right? I watched it on Amazon video. Their genre, they had like three categories on what this falls under. Could you even venture a guess into what the three categories genre wise this falls under? Action? No, it was not on their three. Spy? <laughs> no. Uh, what the hell other genres are there? Okay, I'll just tell you because because the last one you'll never get because I was very confused. What Thriller, suspense, suspense. Okay, that's that's, okay. that's in okay. that same category. So suspense, drama, and then the last one that would never be guessed. And when I when I read it before I hit play, I was like, wait a minute, I think there's a kid running around here. Like I'm the, I'm the kids are running around the living room, right? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to watch this erotic erotic oh honestly (laughs) there's like two scenes there's two explicit scene not explicit two scenes where i was like i don't remember this happening (laughs) and they were quite erotic scenes there's like two moments where i was like some lines are getting crossed right now but real but seriously like it's i i I don't know when when you're main okay go ahead no I was just going to say, the main female throughout this movie is like French or something. Like, it has to be erotic. That's it. Just her speaking in French. Yeah, that's just Wowzers. I'm imagining the people working in Amazon Video watch the movies thoroughly, and they say they're they're trying to check off the list on what categories they want to put in here, and they're like, it's definitely suspense. Would you say suspense? Yeah, definitely suspense. Drama? Oh, yeah, we got drama here, baby. What about erotic? Anybody else? Crickets. The guy puts it in there anyway. Action. (laughs) Put action. I don't understand. It was just really weird. I felt it felt misplaced. And then I looked at the rating, PG thirteen. I don't think I don't think you can do a PG thirteen erotic film. And it's not Mission Impossible. Uh, anyway, continue. I it was was weirded me out a little bit. (laughs) So Listen, man, she she was uh, she was trying to play both sides and she had to use her charms to do it. Look, I'm not gonna say Uh, there wasn't sexual tension. But there was a lot more than I remember. I didn't think that there was any in this movie, and clearly right. I watched it wrong. And I, I would say, I would even venture to say it was kind of forced. Like, oh, this yes, is a female, very. and this is Tom Cruise. Better put some forced sexual tension in there, even though that's literally his boss's wife. 
Yeah, that was it was just really weird. Di- who just died? Yeah, okay. Anyway, I'm, I uh, feel like they could have thrown a wedge in there without making it sexual. They could have done almost anything else. But the, but they didn't show. You know, I mean, they didn't show him doing anything. There was just a lot of like heavy breathing on each other closely. Having yeah, like, like there was the one kiss on the <laughs> cheek where like she almost it, went in for the mouth, but right. then turned around, and I was like, that why? I, was I like, know. Why I, is it? I don't know. Like, and then her kissing from- his hand. Yeah, that was weird too. And then it fades to black, and I, in my head, I'm like, "They definitely did it, right? Like, they did stuff." That doesn't. There was, there was too much hinted at without enough being explicit. Like normally, a movie would have her kissing his hand, and then like have him be like, "I can't do this," or show them going to bed together. Right. The they just faded to black and are like, "I don't know. You tell me." <laughs> like it's, it's, it was yeah. really strange, but yeah. So uh, tell me if you caught this. So, um, John Voight, early on in the movie, he he gets his cassette with the mission. Um, I'm going to come back to that in a second. And right. it shows him who his team is going to be, right? Did you did you just let that go by, or did you go back and look at each member? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. I just watched it. So, I mean, obviously, that whole scene, like, with the technology and the weird, like, pre-produced. Who's making those videos is what I want to know. Yes. Like, <laughs> So if you go through and you look at the team, each member has their real name and then their alias name. All of them had relatively... Oh, it actually said their pay grade, too. Ethan was getting paid the most, of course. Uh, Ethan's alias is Philippe Duchette. And come on. I I swear to God. I swear. I loved it. I (laughs) Wait, so why... You say that now, and I realize they don't ever... They don't ever address him as like a code name. No, no, no. For some reason, they have built-in aliases and their real names, and it was just it was just something to fill up the screen. I think just like so Philip? you didn't have an empty Philippe, like a Philippe Ph- Philippe Philippe. So P H I L L I P E Philippe Duchette. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, somebody had was, some fun with that, and I and I realize now why it was never said the rest of the movie. Uh, no, that's fine. It's like you're it Ethan great. now. Your your name's stupid. <laughs> So, and also, how do you make a self-destructing cassette? Like, how does a cassette know that it got to the end? And then it, like, maybe you put, now that I think about it, because I didn't think about it before, maybe you put, like, a match, like, the tip of a match at the end of the cassette tape, because it's the film that's going right. on a spool. And then maybe it just hits something, and then it ignites itself. I don't know, but that scene where everything I, everything you've ever learned about or heard about this message will self-destruct is it's a bomb. And I was like, oh, my God, this plane's about to explode. And then you look down and it was the most <laughs> underwhelming thing in the entire world. It was just like, poof, and a it little bit of smoke. It has to be discreet. They're like, about being discreet. That, that, oh, it was so underwhelming. I literally thought something exciting was going to happen. And it was like he farted. And that was it. And that was the end of that scene. <laughs> I want to know what happens when they don't choose the mission because she's like, oh, maybe you should do this. And it starts with, should you choose this mission? Can you just be like, nah, I'm all right. Right. Because at the end, it comes full circle in Ethan Hunt's on the plane. And they're like, he's like, nah, I don't want to do it. And she's like, no, I insist. You need to do do this one. Go to Aruba. And he's like, maybe I'll take a vacation. But it's not. It's work. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a scam. I don't know. They got him good there. He thinks he's on a vacation, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. Like no one, what do you, if you say no, then what? You're just, you're just a freeloader on a flight. You know what I mean? Like everyone expects you to do your job 
And what do they do with that tape? They're like, we literally pre-produced it for this guy. Jim was supposed to watch this video and he didn't. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You just because it was it was because it was specifically for him. Because he was like, yes. you're already familiar with working with so and so, so here's your team. What happens if somebody else watches that? They're just like, "What the hell? I got Jim's video. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> I, what a waste!" The video. I'm just imagining from a video standpoint, who who made took the time to and edit and and voiceover and make that whole video, and then the guy just doesn't take the job and it just sits there and it never. What a what a waste! That guy got paid to do that. Yeah, I know uh. it's terrible. It's like a <laughs> podcast that no one listens to or something. Hey, chill, bro. Chill. Uh, I don't know anything what? about that. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I gotta say, I I enjoyed the uh, camaraderie that they had. Like, they're all making jokes, cracking jokes at each other. And it it felt like a good team while it lasted. It was, they did a good job. And they had like stories from past missions and stuff. It felt good. Right. For a 90s movie to do that, that's impressive. Because I I feel like if any other movie, like you just see like a one-off film where they just be like, Oh no, we're together, and then there'd be no chemistry. They wouldn't even like. They wouldn't even like try to have like things like that. But they, they, you could tell they, they thoroughly. The whoever wrote this was like, let's just, let's put that thing there and uh, and make it look like we actually know each other. So yeah, I'll give them credit. Yeah, this uh, the movie. It starts off slow, but immediately. So like they get together. It turns out they get a job, and they go to this party. And they just throw technology out there immediately, like things that only people could imagine. Like they have, they have Apple watches in 1996. That's very they impressive. Have, yeah, they they have <laughs> smart watches, and they have glasses that can. They have infrared glasses that could see distinct sprays. They have right. glasses. Let's, yeah, with you're talking about the lady. You're talking about the lady standing on the stairs with transition lenses. She was like way yes. ahead of her time. Yeah, those are pretty impressive. But they got but yeah, glasses but, with cameras and webcams. The to me, the weirdest part about that whole scene where they're in there and and it, they're all working as a team. They're all doing their thing, or whatever. The woman comes over. I, I forget what her name was. Was that that wasn't was that Claire that came over or was that the one that I don't know. Whoever sprayed the spray on the back of that dude's head. I was Sarah, like, Sarah spread the spray. Sarah, I, 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 nobody caught that. They were standing in front of like eight people, right? And they're all watching her. And I, it looked like she was, was she trying to spray her hair or something? And then just I think miss, she was or? trying to make it look like she was spraying herself, but she mm. was purposely spraying the guy behind her. So she was Bro, just if like, I'm that guy, I turn around and go, what the hell did you just do to me? <laughs> like, what? He just took it and kept going. He's like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's an introvert yeah. right there. He didn't want to start a conversation. Oh <laughs> yeah, an yeah. introvert in a party of that many people. Right. He's like, I'm just here to do my thing, right? He was just going down to try to get the, the little floppy disk, which, by the way, floppy disks, they're back. I'm excited. Yes. I floppy disks, the computers in this, man, it was uh, it was just a lot. And so they start off, they throw you straight into the technology, and then they just, they're like, all right, here's the plot. A spy movie, we got a frame job, we got a who done it. We here we got action. Here's everything all at once. Cause like it goes from all right, we're tailing this dude to no one's answering their phones. One of our dude is one of our guys is dead. It, it, it just it just got flipped upside down real fast. And I don't know like how a 1996 audience deals with that. 
it did escalate quickly. And and that was the scene actually that I had seen before, right? So like I was like, I, I remember this night, like the water being right there, everything, this whole weird scene where everybody just dies. I remember that. And for some reason, I didn't keep watching the movie. I don't know what it was. I don't remember. I, maybe I just, I got distracted or something. I don't know what happened. It was just casually watching at, maybe at my parents or something. But I remember that scene. And I always thought it was weird how they just, they, they casually, they got the, they got the disc or whatever. They came out and they just started like necking in the alleyway. They're like, let's be casual right here and just start rubbing. Like, I was like, all right, all right. They were, the they were looking That's like the people erotic. who, yes, they were looking like people who needed a moment of privacy. I actually, I thought it was smart. I was like, oh, right. they just look like they're kissing. I was like, okay, right, this is actually, Right, because if you just come like out there that. and like stand there, you know, then you're a bunch of creeps, right? You're suspicious. But then, you, you know, he, he pops out, sees two people making out in an alleyway. He's like, yeah, you you go get him, Tiger. I, yeah. I like how that's less creepy. It's you stand yeah. there, you're creepy, but if you're standing there making out, you're normal. That's that's, that's a good yeah. message. Yeah, for sure. That I mean, that's how it is, right? Like anybody who's ever just walked down an alleyway, you'd rather see two people engaged in uh, in 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 I don't know whatever they're doing than just two people standing there looking at you, right? You don't want to be looked at. You don't want to yeah. be the attention. So yeah, that's fine. I think that works. Do you think Ethan? believes he's the reason why some of them died because he sent sarah out there she was like no we got told to abort and he was like no we're doing this and then sarah ends up dead like he doesn't they don't show him upset about that decision well there was a brief moment where he's first talking to kitridge where he feels like he he you know what i mean he takes the burden of it in that conversation mm-hmm. but I guess I don't really. I, you don't know about, enough about his character to be to to be cool with it. Like I get it, in Mission Impossible two, three, four, twenty three, whatever. You're like, that's Ethan Hunt. But right out the gate, I'm like, this guy's an idiot. Like <laughs> without yeah, having yeah. any real connection to him, I'm like, dude, the, your your leader said bail. He's running for his life. Get the hell out of there. What are you gonna do? It's done. Yeah. He called it. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I I also want to know how Sarah dies. So Sarah walks up and sees a man getting stabbed through a gate. So there's a bad guy on one side of the gate. There's a dead guy on her side of the gate. She sees this. So there's a gate separating her and a man with a knife. And she still ends up dead. Like, right. you just... You, 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 there's no reason why she should end up close enough to the gate to get stabbed herself. That was that was another scene that was weird to me because and and maybe it's just the '90s choreography. I don't know. Maybe it was just they just didn't think it. They're like, and she'll go there and die, and that's it. That's all they thought. But I it almost looked like she was in on it. Like she was just like she showed up and she's like, oh, you killed the dude. Cool. Like <laughs> it just was hanging. Yeah. I don't know. It was really weird. It was weird. Um, another weird thing right after that. So Ethan goes. All of his team is dead. He goes back to their hideout. He sits down on a computer. And he goes through the largest mess of typing nonsense I have ever seen in my life. Like, is he searching databanks? Is that was that like what the internet was, or was that like special spy internet or something? I I will say that scene also, and I wrote that down in the notes. I was like, I was very confused on why he was getting so sleepy from. And and if you watched what he was doing on the computer, dude literally sent like three emails, right? And that was it. Like he he did he did like okay. Maybe he did a little bit of research, watched the video or something, th- but like it wasn't it wasn't I think nearly he sent, as much. I feel like he sent one in like almost every major language. I'd get tired too. What? Did he really? I, I mean, he, it, I literally he, only saw so two he, things get sent. 
So we only see two. I think there's an implication. So like he goes, he's trying, first he's trying to figure out, I don't know how much time passes. First he's trying to figure out who to send a message to. And he tries the whole 314 thing, the Job thing. Doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. I guess we can assume a couple of hours pass by. He sees the Holy Bible. He sees Job 314. Then he starts searching the database. But like he sends an email to Job at holy bible not even dot com and then from job at something and i'm like those aren't complete email addresses okay so So i think that's that's another part of the reason why we're like we're kind of being like it's the disconnect between 2022 and 1996 internet in 1996 they're like this guy's got a, a laptop like this is crazy. Yeah, that's that's where their their brains stop. So whatever he's doing on the laptop is witchcraft, right? Us right it's now, still witchcraft. It <laughs> it's well, yeah, still witchcraft. Yeah, that's true. It still feels like it, witchcraft. But then he sends it in English. He sends. I think he sends a couple in English. Then he sends one in like French. I think he sends one in like he was in Prague, so I don't know what they speak in Prague. But he sends, I think he sends a couple out in different languages, and he's just like casting out bait until something comes back, is what right. I was assuming. And 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 obviously they did. They had that whole interaction with with Max, who who was a woman, potentially Maxine. I don't. It, the whole thing went back and forth. I will I will write down that in the middle of this there was a Kitridge scene that I believe I think it was Kitridge. Yes, I have to mention yeah. it. It's it's kind of standard protocol. There was a helicopter conversation. Uh, outside oh, of a helicopter, yeah. <laughs> I was like, every time I see it now, it's like it's kind of like my thing. They had a casual yeah. conversation outside of a helicopter again, and I was like, you they can't weren't, do they that. They weren't screaming. I can't remember. At first, they weren't it screaming. was loud at first, and then they took five steps away, and they were like, "Here, here you go. Here's your thing." And I was like, "Nope, you can't do that. That doesn't make any sense." Uh, but okay. again, that's it's just I don't know why I love calling that out. It's like one of my favorite things. And also, there was another scene later in the film involving a helicopter. Uh, which was just about as ridiculous <laughs> as as you can see. We're we're gonna get there. I have a okay, feeling right. we're definitely we're definitely gonna get there. So okay. just uh, just to wrap up, one more thing I did like though, we do get a good taste of Ethan when he is talking to Kitridge in the restaurant, and he's looking around and he was like, "Why was there a second team there?" And he's like, "What are you What are you talking about?" And he was right. like. The two, the two drunk people, the man on the stairs, this, this, and that. I'm like, one, Ethan, why? How did you even recognize these people? So this man has a photographic memory. Like he was, like you know, Ethan is the best of his class in twenty minutes into this movie. Like, yeah, that was, was a good. It was a good. It was a good like badass check right there. You're like, oh, oh, yeah. he's he's good. He's good. You know, that was that was yes. pretty solid. And. He obviously uses that stick of gum, which is pretty sweet. Well, maybe maybe we'll I get into that, that later. Obviously, when we're getting on the draft, I don't know, but it is a prop. And he, yeah, they blow it up. And I wrote down one thing, and I was like, obviously, that's those are those are agents, spies, whatever. There, it's a spy agency, whatever. They he just blows up a fish tank and he scampers away, and that's it. There's no chase. There's no nothing. Like you know what I mean? They just say, "Oh, he, he got us." Hauls <laughs> ass out of there i actually wrote down this is the beginning of a long line of tom cruise movies where he's running like i don't know i don't remember him running in like top gun and he definitely didn't i don't think he ran in risky business but like after this movie i think he has run in every single movie since then like he just hauls it it. 
yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a bonus of like, oh, you signed Tom Cruise on to your film. Guess what? He's gonna sprint. He's his sprinting. Ass off. <laughs> like one of my favorite. If you've seen Mission Impossible three, he runs. I think he runs like seven miles in two minutes. Like it's something absurd. And it was it was awesome. It was, it was right. just a great scene. <laughs> I remember. I feel like I remember seeing because obviously I've, I've seen a lot of like the Tom Cruise running. Like, there's like a whole compilation of him running. But there's yes. one scene in one Mission Impossible where it's like it, like you said, it is like a straight shot of like two minutes straight of the man running. Like it, it, they don't break away. They're just like yeah. run as fast as and far as you can, and we're just gonna catch you. Like that's it, and that's cinema. <laughs> that's that's grade A cinema. Um, was there any point in this movie where you thought, like, since you haven't seen the whole thing, did you think that there's going to be a point where there's going to be a, a mole or a double agent or a turn? I, I mean, you kind of feel like there had to be, right? Like, I mean, they were blaming him. Are you talking about the very beginning? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, after he assembles his team, do you think the mole is on his team? Oh, Wait, are you saying the second team, or we're not talking the initial second, team? Right? The second, dead... team, second, okay, team, second, second team, second team, second team, second team. No, no. I mean, I, I again, I, I've, I've, I see that Jean, what is his name, Jean Reno guy, Jean and I, Reno, his yeah. name's Krieger in this film. I see him, and I'm like, this guy's awesome. I saw him in Godzilla, so I'm not. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I just thought they had a cool. So team. he I thought that was going to be it. He didn't have the Jeremy Renner treatment for some reason. So after the movie SWAT. Alyssa and I went in any movie with Jerry, Jeremy oh. ah, Jeremy Renner. We did not trust him at That's all. Fair. That's Until fair. Until he was Hawkeye, I didn't trust Jeremy Renner in any movie. And even then, can you really trust Hawkeye? I don't know. You know, he's still he, he's true. Just, sometimes he gets, he's not around. What the hell is he doing? Or he gets Probably. hypnotized and still tries to kill you. Oh, true. He did. He did have to do that. He did actually. Yeah. He was a bad guy for a bit. So yeah, you can still say yeah. Jeremy Renner's. He, he's a little Benedict. But um, in what is probably one of the like most memorable scenes of this movie, I actually was like, wait, this was weird. When Ethan's in the pressure room and he's doing the high wire act and that really, yeah, he had to be very quiet. He finally completes the mission. They, he gets pulled back up by um, Krieger. Right. And Krieger greets him and says, merci, but has a knife in his hand. And I'm like, why does Krieger have a knife? Like, in this moment, you're supposed to be helping Ethan back into the ventilation <laughs> Was he going to cut him off? Why? Yeah. That's that's what I thought. I thought he was going to take the disc and cut the rope, but then he drops the knife. And I was I like, like, that would have just been the move, right? Yeah, but why? So if he wasn't going to turn on him, why did he have the knife? And if they wanted us to think he was going to turn on him... Ethan doesn't bring up the knife later on. He's just like, oh, he just dropped the knife. Why was the knife in his hand? He was supposed to be pulling you up. Right. They had oh. like a they had, they looked at each other after where the knife fell and it was like uh like what the hell was that? And then they just like you said, oh well, anyways, and they move on and that's it. They're just trying to get out of there. They're casually driving away in the fire truck, I think. Yeah, it I just it it blew my mind. I was like, this is weird. Unless I can't remember, did he use the knife to kill the rat in the uh ventilation shaft? There was a rat. Oh bothering him. yeah, the red the rat did die. I, I honestly don't remember how it died though. Okay. It was just okay. like a, I don't I I blacked out or something. Maybe I saw animal <laughs> cruelty and I was like I don't I don't support that. And my brain just shut down. But no, I do remember seeing it and then and then all of a sudden it just happened so fast. I don't yeah. know. That was really weird. So so rate this twist for me. Rate rate the uh, the double turn in you in movies you've seen. Was this a good spin? Was this 
a bad spin? Was it convoluted? Was it, did it make sense? I would say absolutely convoluted, right? So like I'm, I'm watching it intently, right? And I'm trying to figure out obviously who's dead, who, who died, who didn't die, what, what's happening. There's like, they, they floated in like a, a, a dream scene where Jim shows up again and then next thing you know, he's at the pay phones and I'm like, is that him or is this a dream again? And then it's actually him. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that, what was the point of having the dream thing? I don't know. It was really weird. And then when they're having that conversation, that conversation was so convoluted that I literally thought, I thought Jim was the bad guy there. Yeah. I, I don't know. There was, there was an exchange there that just was weird. And then at the end of that conversation, they're like, oh no, we're, we're cool now. Everything's cool now. And I don't know. Just the way that that their the dialogue worked there, it had me very confused. I think the dialogue, but I also think the editing choices and the filming threw it off. Because I think what they were trying to do was show you Ethan's mindset and how he's piecing this together. But they did it too soon. So Jim is saying, I got shot. Ethan is seeing Jim shoot himself. Then he's seeing the possible outcomes where... Jim's wife is in on it or Krieger's in on it and it's like why why is he seeing these things and it was just so conf- I felt it was convoluted especially even when they give you all the information at the end yeah it, it was like there were three different things because Jim like turned on his wife but the wife was, was with that? Jim and then what the wife that? wanted to be with Ethan and I was like why why are there so many di- turn like who can trust Jim it was literally the weirdest thing. Like that's his that's his wife, and then he starts talking about her like she's a piece of meat. He's like, "Once you had a taste, ah, huh? you know, you know." But like, did they did they do it? Did her did her and Ethan do it? Like, I don't know what's I don't know what that is. And then for no reason, it seems like he just blasts his wife. He could have shot think... Ethan Hunt and wrapped it up. Movie's over. Bam. He could have okay. <laughs> so one, he shouldn't have shot. He shot his wife because he thinks that she started like sympathizing with Ethan. Okay, whatever. I get it. Why do you let Ethan, why do you let Ethan pull out a pair of glasses, put them on, and focus on your face? (laughs) Like, he knows he is a spy. These aren't new. These didn't come out in the time that you were fake dead. You watched them use these the whole time. Ethan pulls out a pair of glasses and says, ha ha, you're on candid camera. Like, what? I would have understood, like, if he... If he pulled up, like if he pulled his shirt back or something, and was like, "I was rolling the whole time, fine." But like, yes. like you said, yeah, it's a whole process, and he's got to get his bifocals out and like just tune them, you know. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan should have died. Like there, we should have gone back and made a count of the times Ethan should have died in this movie. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And and again, that that whole scene, like I said, it's really weird. I don't know why he shot his wife when you could have just shot the issue, uh, and then maybe, maybe found. You know, I guess you probably wouldn't have if his wife had any kind of feelings toward these and you it crossed the line but she was on his side the whole time she was ride or die and he killed her i was like dude come on you were you shot way above you what you should have been able to get anyway all right and then you you killed her like come on like that's he was out of his plan what did they say you you punched above your weight that's what he did oh yeah yeah, his wife he was yeah he had had no business being with him (laughs) <laughs> no, none whatsoever. I thought I thought his wife was the one who died earlier on because they looked a little bit closer in they, age. Like 
This girl, yeah. I thought she was with Ethan or with Emilio for sure, or Ethan or Jack. I'm sorry, Ethan. Or right. Jack they should sure. have got an older woman, I think, and then removed the sexual tension. Right. I, yes. I think that would have made it a little more understanding. But it was like they really yeah. tried to that little like triangle thing that they tried to create there in that train. I, yeah. I I don't know where that came from, but it was they put too much in there. It could have yes. the suspense of just having him there would should have been enough. Uh, yeah. But. It yeah, doesn't help that John Voight was like sixty years old for fifty years. Like true, I don't remember true. the last time. I don't. I think John Voight like left his twenties and was sixty from then on. That's a hundred percent, hundred percent fact. Every time I've seen this guy, he's like he's the old guy. And like this movie was thirty years ago, and he's still the old guy. And I was like, all right, yeah. damn, this is crazy. Uh, 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 and then before we get into the draft, obviously we're gonna get into the draft here pretty soon. The this scene we were talking about a scene obviously there on the train. The scene outside of the train that was going Dude. on when it was after he gets shot or after he shoots, right? And then and yeah. then Jim goes outside and is just doing this little like he's got the got the little handles. He's crawling to the back of the train to be picked up by by Krieger in a helicopter off the back of a yes. train that's going like a hundred miles an hour. Yes. That whole scene. I, it got to a point where I was literally laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. Mainly because I, I, Yeah, go, go, go. Tell me your thoughts go. because I'm 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 ready to go up. <laughs> I uh I like it because they allude to it. So early on, Ethan picks up Luther and he picks up Krieger, and Krieger was like, Oh yeah, I have a better chance of driving a helicopter into a security base. Like he said I'll drive it through the main lobby or something like that. Like he said he'd have a better chance of driving a helicopter through like the main lobby of a building than them stealing these knock codes. And then I was like, oh, that was a nice little touch because later on, he drives a helicopter through a goddamn train tunnel. He <laughs> this, drives this man the is hell an out animal. of that helicopter. Yes, absolutely I hate, insanity. I, I hate Krieger, but that was incredible. That was, yeah, that dude, was I was like, right when he latched him onto the train, I was like, oh, this dude's done. And then, and <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, that's just, that's the step. That's the logic there where you say, oh, he's stuck to the train. It's going in a tunnel. Definitely dead. They go in the tunnel. I hear no explosion. I'm immediately skeptical. Like, what the hell happened? Did they just forget to put the sound effect there? There's no explosion. And then the dude's controlling the the helicopter in a tunnel. It makes yes. logically makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and I guess that's the kind of the point of these movies, right? Like the Mission Impossible. It's supposed to be impossible, but really, Krieger is is the dude one dude pulling off the impossible. The fact that it's, it went a that tunnel was so long. Why, that tunnel never ended. The thing that that train was hauling ass. Where was the end of that tunnel? I don't understand. And B, for him to hold on that long, bonkers. And, and this the back yeah. and forth. Obviously the exchange and 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 whenever they're they're hanging on the helicopter, he blows it up, and he doesn't even leap from the helicopter back to the train. He, he blows. Yeah, he gets blown. <laughs> like his back should be destroyed. His oh back, he should have shrapnel. He should be burned up. His back should be wrecked from that experience. That was cinema greatness, uh, that scene. And I had never seen it before, so it was my first time. My jaw was agape. You, I was like, this is amazing. You had never seen that? I've never seen that ending. No, where he literally explodes don't, back onto the train. What? So I wait, told had, you. Had, have you ever seen the whole train sequence? No, I'm telling you, I've, I've never sat through this whole movie. 
I've not seen the beginning so, or the end. I saw like like a good chunk of the middle. That was it. So when Ethan is like letting go and doing cartwheels on the back of the train, like letting no. the wind take him, you had never seen that before. No, I had not. I had not seen that movie or that part of the that movie. Is, no. That is mind-blowing. Yeah, it was mind-blowing for me too. The insanity and the just illogical situations they put themselves I'm, in. I'm excited for you to see the rest only because they take that and they're like, yo, this did well. They start upping it, but the issue is Tom Cruise gets to this point to where he wants to do like 90% of his stunts. Right, right. I've seen some of his stunts in future movies where I'm like, all right, this is pretty sweet. So his stunts get to the point to imagine him doing that train sequence, but in real life without CGI. Like that's what he's doing in these later movies. It's absurd. And he's, (laughs) yeah, dude. He's way, I mean, he's up there, man. He's getting up there and he just gets older and he just keeps doing more. It's like, he's going to die on set. He's going to die on yeah. set. That's like the way he's he like wants a, to go. He's like a pro wrestler. He's like Sting to me. Like Sting is 60 years old, still wrestling and jumping off stuff. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to stop. He broke his neck like five years ago and he's like, nah, I'm still going. He's going to go out like, just yeah. in the in the ring. Just yeah, That's what that's what, exactly what's going to happen to Tom Cruise. He's going to die on set, and everyone's going to be like, well, he died doing what he loved, and that's it. That's yeah. running. Yeah, that was all he did. Oh, my. All right, we should probably get to this draft. All right, there's... Let's go. I will, okay, well, let's get into it before we actually start talking about it. <laughs> so, for a spy movie, I'll say... I didn't have as big a list as I thought I would. I didn't. I picked this movie, and I thought I was going to have a much bigger list, especially coming off Kingsman. Um, right. The list was not as plush as Kingsman was. So I'm actually, when I when I was looking at this, I'm actually glad I don't have the first pick on this one because, I to me, I don't, I don't, I look at this list, and I, again, I, I've not seen all of them. I don't know if anything pops up in the future or not again, but I don't know why it would. But looking at this, I'm like, I don't know what 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 would I even put at one? What I don't think anything stands out personally. So for me, like it's weird because I thought the unique part of our podcast is that anyone could do it. Just you just have to sit and watch a movie. But as someone who watched this movie, I've seen this movie at least like eight times since it released. I feel like I have an advantage, and I thought this is something that could never happen. I don't mm. think. It's like if someone saw The Matrix for the first time and didn't realize the weight that the red and blue pill had. Speaking right. of which, we might have to redraft the Matrix. We have to. We talk, were never going to gonna address that. <laughs> yeah, we have to. We might have to. We might have to go back later on and do like redrafts of. Some yeah, movies. we're going to have to do an addendum. Yeah. Yeah, like I, we could do like a short redraft episode. But anyway, but like you not watching this movie would be like you not knowing the weight of the red and blue pill and be like, oh, why would I pick that? Like that doesn't matter. But like right. that, that has weight. So that being said, I'm curious to see. You obviously have the first pick. Any movie prop in this film, uh, and and for people who don't know, or maybe this is their first time listening, we just draft. Like we we watch the film. We look for cool props or, or different memorabilia that that would be live on forever after this film that would be really cool to like collect you know we're obviously very interested in films and, and and we'd love to someday have a bunch of movie props and we're just imagining what it would be like and what we would pick it's like kind of a fantasy fantasy football draft for movie props and uh and and tyler's going to take it over here for mission impossible first pick please blow me away I will because like I'm taking like the that. red and green gum. <laughs> I'm taking the red and green gum right away. Every before, 
at the one thing that stuck with me since I was a child was that red and green gum. I used to fold my gum in half and put it in my mouth before eating it just because of this movie every time. Even though he said, don't chew it. Like, I, the idea, they didn't do enough dual colored gum after this movie came out and they would have made a killing off of it, I feel. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to even think, like, was zebra, was the zebra gum dual color? I don't know if that I don't was. even think so. That's, that's, that's my number one. Like, they, without a doubt, it's, I need, I want it. Like, red light, green light. I'm just, every, people are going to be like, why do you have a piece of gum? Like, do you not understand? This is Ethan Hunt's gum. I could blow up this room right now. Right. Okay, so again, that's, I think that one is, that falls under, obviously, importance to the film, fantastic. But somebody walks in your house and looks at that. They're like, bro, you want me to throw this away for you? Like <laughs> The thing is, I think people know what this is. But this is what I'm saying. I think you're at a disadvantage. I think someone who saw this movie and walked into a room and saw a stick of gum that was half green, half red, and they're a fan of Mission Impossible, they know. Okay. No, I agree. I mean, obviously, now, now I'll see it and that I'll understand. But I, I will tell you, I did the very first time they introduced it in this movie. I wrote it on my list. I was like, that's interesting. I didn't realize when I when I finished it how many times it came up because it, it it was a pretty significant factor in the film. So that's I'd say that's impressive. But but logistically, I'm just thinking what it would look like on display. Pretty pitiful, uh, personally. I, I obviously you know the, there's weight to it, sure, but there really isn't. It's actually a very light piece of gum. So there's it's, not a lot of oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so that'll then we'll move on to me. I'll take the second pick, and 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 there were a lot of things that I wrote down that I again, I had not I had not seen. Where I thought things would pop up again, they didn't. So I had some cool things. Where I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Never saw it again. The rest of the movie, uh, pretty disappointed. So I think where I kind of have to go at this point, mainly because of its importance to the film, and like I said, they're back. They're back. They're back. I need the, I need the floppy disk. I need the knock so, list. I have a question because okay. er, the very first floppy disk they show is legitimately a floppy disk. The guy sitting in the basement right. when they put the glasses. But then there's like the hard disks that Ethan has when he's doing his acrobatics act. Which right, but they're also want? still like I I just think it's a clear one, right? I don't yeah, even yeah. think. Yeah, I think it's like a, it is kind of like a clear. Still, kind of the square floppy disk. I want the. I want yeah. one of those. I want the knock list. Yeah. Yes, because those looked awesome. Those are number two on my list. Those looked awesome. Right. So I initially wrote down the disk drive, the first one, right? Because I was like, <laughs> oh, it's got the list, whatever. And I, I had to literally, I had to write fake on here, right? Because I'm watching the movie <laughs> and I don't even know that it was going to come up later and it, it was going to be fake. So I was like, oh, that's the one. But no, the ones at the end. It's important to the film. It's still pretty small, you know, comparatively to your stick of gum. But at least you see that it's a floppy disk, and you say this is what they were trying to get. This is a, this is yes. the, what they were going after in Mission Impossible. Yes, um, I'm gonna take a swerve uh, with my pick number two. I'm gonna pick something I didn't even put on my list because I forgot that it was there. Mm. Um, I want the. John Voight mask. Do you think they actually made that when he rips it off? Yeah, <laughs> Do you they think they actually to. made that? That wasn't CGI. Yeah. There's no way. That was yeah, they yeah. made the rubber John Voight face and you're disgusting. I want <laughs> I want the I want John Voight's face. I want John okay, Voight's face. That's it. That's how you're gonna say it. I just want a face. <laughs> I want I want John Voight's face. Okay, so I'm gonna write Jim's 
John yeah. Boy face mask uh, because it really, it definitely is a, a prosthetic. Like it's like somebody took time to make that, which I, I'm curious now, like f- the driving force in me wanting to watch the rest of these films is to see how many other faces he rips off. They, <laughs> d- Doyle, I'm telling you, I think they use fake faces. I didn't see Ghost Protoc- Protocol and I didn't see Fallout. Um, I think I missed three movies. They use fake faces in at least four. Amazing. So that's like his whole shtick. Like he's, he's it's, a spy, it's just something like the the gum doesn't come back, but the fake faces definitely come back. Okay. All right. I I, I don't know who the, who was trying to emulate at that party. I know that there was like a whole debrief at the thing, but the early the first one he did, uh, mm-hmm. that one I thought. It was interesting. I immediately saw because they showed footage of the real guy, right? The real person it that was he was a fa- senator, fagin- I think. Right in the video, fair. I and I saw that. I was like, "That's Tom Cruise." Like I could tell yeah. that was Tom Cruise, right? In, in that, I. So yeah, and then the next scene, they wound up using it as his. his I had fake to Tom Google Cruise. it because I was like, "Why did Tom Cruise like? Why did they put him in as like a a cameo in his own movie or something?" So I had to like google it and I had to go back rewind find the guy's name. And yeah, I was just like this Right. Whole thing so they is were really like weird. instead of casting a person and then and then making a mask to try to look as similar, they were like, "Let's just use the mask as the character so it looks like we have a perfect recreation of it." Which is fine. That makes sense. But I it was weird how I saw that and I was like, "That's freaking Tom Cruise right there. What is this?" It makes sense, but it also confused me a little bit how they blended that guy in. It almost would have made more cinematic sense to have it look like an off version of the a real person. Right. Does that make sense? That's true. That's true. Because it, it, mean, it confused my brain. It, it was, confused it my was brain. the exact face, right? So you're like, yeah. okay, this is weird. Yeah, I 100% understand. Okay, so now, uh, man, I think I have to go... There's two pieces of technology that I, I like one more than the other. Okay. But I think I think the weight of the the one I don't know the the weight of one of them is gonna I, I think it's gonna sway me in the direction and I'm gonna wind up taking Ethan Hunt's laptop. I want okay. his the, the laptop he's slapping the hell out of for just hours on end and randomly falls asleep in front of because uh, it's with him it's with him throughout the film right that's his that's his side piece. And, uh, well, he actually has a side piece, but I'm talking as a laptop. I mean, this is pretty, that's oh pretty big God. deal in the 1996. All right. That's a, that's an impressive piece of equipment. Uh, so I'm going to take Ethan Hunt's laptop, uh, that he fell asleep sending two emails. Uh, from. okay. <laughs> that's not, a, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Uh, my so last you have pick. the, yeah. So we're each going to pick three. So this will be the last round. You have, we'll each have one more pick. So I'm curious. To see how 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 you do here, because this is your movie, so I'm like I'm I'm really paying attention to what you're picking here. So something that stuck out to me that I looked at, and I was like, those are cool, and I want them. It's it's going to be something small, and I don't even think you probably paid attention. Hmm. Uh, okay. I want the silver gloves. Did those stick out to you at all? Oh, you talking about Krieger's when he? Cre- those well, things, what? Ethan. Ethan had them too. I want oh, Ethan's because Ethan uh, caught his sweat droplet with it. Oh, true. So true. I want I want the glove with the the little droplet in it, like with the uh, the 
you know what Warder does. Right. The one, the one Ethan. Yeah, you yeah. want Ethan Hunt's gloves yes. from the from the infamous scene uh, where he's dropping down. Yes. Those gloves did look really cool, but to me, they almost looked like like just reusable or not reusable, but like like single use rubber yes. gloves yes. that just had like a a shine to them. Like they were just like really. Yeah. They were I just really sure cool, were... and then they had like a band on them too. They had like a. They just they just look cool. I don't know why. No, I 100% agree. They did look really cool, but I wasn't sure how, if they were designed for multi-purpose use. Like it was something you could keep using over and over again because honestly it literally looked I was like why are you holding a rope with just crappy rubber gloves? Like it just seemed really yeah. weird, but apparently you wouldn't be doing that. Like maybe I just was out of the I was out of the, obviously we were kids then. I was out of the the glove <laughs> game in the 90s, so I don't know what they were what they were representing. But no, those mm-hmm. look pretty sweet. Uh, what, okay, can you give me like a scenario where you might wear these gloves? Always. <laughs> okay, you're just gonna be that weirdo that goes to school with some weird gloves. No, so I'm a I'm a physical therapist. Every day at work, I have to wear gloves. Oh, I mean, true. I'm just gonna just throw those bad boys on and see my patients. And just so you have to like, I mean, those be, those then become your bare hands, right? So you'd have to wash those and put gloves on over them. Right? I would, I would, I would have to wash them. Yes. Okay. I would have all to right. wash them. I would hope we all wash our hands, uh, given the the circumstances of the last few years. I mean, I think washing your hands is cool. Uh, movie propcast. We are a, a, a hand washing podcast. We're big on hand washing. So yes. Uh, yes, which reminds yes, me, I haven't washed my good. hands in the last uh, two days, so I should probably go do that. You go right now. Right now. Oh, oh, we're almost done. Let me finish. Let me make this last pick. I'll go wash my hands. Uh, so you picked Ethan Hunt's, are we calling them silver rubber gloves? What are we? Or silver gloves? I think so. We'll just I think silver so, yeah. gloves. All right. Ethan Hunt's silver gloves. Okay, so then I didn't have that on my list. You're right. I, I thought they were cool, but I just wasn't sure that they would live on. They literally look like disposable gloves. So yeah, no offense to you. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking them up right now. They kind of, <laughs> yeah, do. I was like, I could, they, tell. they have the suspension costume as a whole mm. with the gloves, like someone's selling it right now. I'm looking it up. Um, so it's the whole suspension costume, the headset, the glasses and the gloves all is one unit. Mm. Okay. All right. Are yeah. you, is that you like slightly asking for the whole suspension outfit? <laughs> I wasn't going to, but I mean, if you're going to offer it, look at I mean, so here's here I do have one <laughs> no, piece of equipment on my list that that is was what he was wearing, but I don't think I'm going to draft it. So if you want it, man, just take it. It's better than just a pair of floppy gloves that might be. That disposable. I thought that whole I I did think the whole outfit was pretty cool. I'm not so just lie. yeah, just take the outfit, take the fit, man. That's fine. Wardrobe is technically movie prop and memorabilia. All right, wardrobes are people too. Okay, that counts. You can I display mean, it on like a mannequin. Be, that would be a really be short mannequin, though. No, uh, come on, man, don't do that. What? Tom Cruise not exactly, the, uh, not exactly the tallest guy in the world. The thing is, you you you're thinking I'm gonna have a mannequin standing up. No, I'm gonna have a mannequin dangling from the ceiling. Oh, that's sick. Spread okay. out, and well, yes, bonus that's, points. <laughs> yes, it's gonna be sick. Oh, okay. So now I have. I have the floppy disk. I have the laptop that could te- theoretically receive the floppy disk. Maybe I should step away from technology. I don't know what I, I... I really don't know where to go with this last one. I wrote down some weird stuff. I don't I don't want to just take a handgun. 
You're right. Do I just want to take a handgun? Like that's to me, that's the next logical step. Here. Can I can I give you a hint? Yeah, what's up? If you're thinking weapons, there was something that was a little bit more than just oh, a handgun in this movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was it at the end? Was it who I don't know who yeah. was that the, that was Jim Voigt. That was Jim yeah, that at was the Jim. end, assembling that like weird out what of a, was that? a stereo. I think he was taking parts was like out a of a box? stereo. Yeah, it was like a boom box, and he pieced together a gun out of it. I wrote that. That was on my list. Mm. See, I you know, I, I didn't even write that down, but I do remember seeing that. But I was like, I didn't know who that was, so I wasn't even thinking, like, what is he doing? I'm thinking of wh- who the hell is this guy? That was where I was at. So that's that's the advantage of a rewatch, being able to look yes. for farther details. I do really like that though. It was it was very cool. I would mm. I'd be. I don't want to take it though, just out of spite because you just you brought it up what? to me and I, I didn't feel like I, I earned it. So uh, I'm gonna you, take Ethan you, Hunt's Beretta. <laughs> what? Don't do that. No, take nope. take Jim's gun. I can't. What? What? You you just want to see it get drafted, so then you can look at I, it and be like, I did that. I no, because Ethan Hunt's Beretta <laughs> could be anyone's Beretta. It wasn't like at least when I took a Kingsman gun, it was a gun with a shotgun shell on the bottom. Yeah, that's a little unique. Okay, fine, fine. I'll take it, but it's not because you brought it up. It's a hundred percent because you brought it up because I <laughs> forgot about it. But I, yeah, I'll take I'll take Jim's freaking boombox assembly gun uh, for the last pick okay. because I. I didn't want to take any other technology. We should go down our list. I mean, there, there's a few things that I'd like to mention, but I definitely didn't feel yeah. like we're worthy of picking. I definitely want to mention some things too, because you you could go first. No, no, no. You go. You go. I got to write this down. It could take me hours. <laughs> so um, I mentioned the suction grips that they use to climb up the ventilation shaft. Um, as a kid, those are just always cool to me. I, I thought those are very cool. Yeah, they um, use them up the shafts and they use them on the train. Yes, yeah, I thought those of the were train, awesome. Which is crazy, but then watching, I just realized those are like the things that glass cleaners use to like suction onto glass to carry large panes of glass. That's that's all they were using. Um, you know, what I just realized when I, the train huh. scene uh, in reference to those <laughs> suction things, Jim has the mm-hmm. suction things facing mm-hmm. the back of the train, mm-hmm. and is doing is you know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's um, going. He's not it, going against the wind. He's going with the wind. Yeah. Yeah. He. He should have gotten blown forward. Yeah. I don't really understand that. That was weird, right? Like, I'm. I'm thinking like maybe he should have faced the wind and just gone backwards. Some. Yes. The like, wind should have blown him. Yeah. 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 I. I agree. Hmm. I agree. Interesting. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the second thing I had and I didn't mention because I didn't know how logistically I could do it. But the that pressure plate room, that whole thing is just awesome. Like when you think of Mission Impossible, you think of the high wire scene, like the rappel right. down. For sure. And I didn't know if I just wanted the pressure plates, even though those are just like glass with LEDs under them. Did I want the whole room? I just I they had to be brought up. I just didn't know logistically how it could be done. That room was very confusing to me in the fact that it had so much technology in there to yes. prevent things and it didn't yes. have a camera. Like why was there not oh a single my. camera in there? What why would uh, that not se- be the first thing reasons. you install? <laughs> no, you are one hundred percent correct. They have glasses with cameras and yet somehow 
Like Nobody. just put a camera facing the door. Like yeah. that. There's no. There's no sensitive information there. You got retina. Is, yeah, you got retina scan to get in. Oh you got freaking weighted plates. You got like literally a drop of water would have set an alarm off. But hey, no cameras. You can do whatever you want in there. You creep. I never <laughs> even. I never even thought of that. To be perfectly honest, I don't want to ruin That's it. Crazy. What a weird room. No, it's all right. Uh, you already did. Sorry. Uh, I also had the wrist decibel meter that Ethan was wearing. I don't right. know if you remember that. I do. Uh, I, I do. just thought that that looked that looked sick. It reminded me of if you've ever seen Escape from L.A. Not Escape from New York, but Escape from L.A. Uh, Snake Plissken has this watch that's counting down when he's gonna die because he has a poison in him, and it reminded me very much of that. Uh, uh, I've never seen it, but it sounds fantastic. You have my Stop. God! What Stop. were you doing? What was I doing? 90s I was action movies. <laughs> I was six. I wasn't watching that. I was watching you Good Burger. I mean, I was too, but I was also watching <laughs> Snake play basketball. So okay. you don't know the basketball scene. You're a basketball fan. I mean, they just I don't, they I don't. they shoehorn in this basketball scene where Snake has to go. He has to run essentially suicides. He has to score like three points on each basket full court, but it's counting down ten seconds in between each basket. It's a great scene. Um, Interesting. Okay. Anyway, I'll show you later. Um, and my final thing was the the knife, uh, Krieger's knife. Right. Just because it comes up like three times, Krieger's knife was the last thing that I thought about, which actually would have been pretty cool. Um, right. That's that was a good probably pick for the next that, thing I would draft. Yeah, that was on my list. That was what I was going to, I was leaning towards. It was either that or the Beretta, and then you gave me the boombox once. So I was like, okay, fine. Uh, but no, that one was definitely on my list. I said that Ethan's blue. I, I don't know if it was Bluetooth, whatever headset he was wearing on that scene. Yeah. I did want to get something from that scene. So that, that was something I was leaning towards, too. But I didn't want to get a bunch of technology, right? Especially dated technology. I mean, what am I going to do? Use it? Not now. Yeah. Definitely not now. You, you uh, still can use those headsets. Right. Well, I would say for 96, the cell phone things that they were they had. They had actual yes. cell phones that looked like cell phones I had in the early 2000s. So I was like pretty impressed. I was like, this is, that's pretty good. That was I, on my list too. I think like a lot of technology we use now, they were watching this movie and they're like, oh, we could do that. And, right. And they they're just like, waited. A, print it. What are we doing? I don't know. There was Nokia. Nokia. Make a brick. Uh, no, that was really good. I thought that was good. Um, the... Like I said, I already had the first disc with the blood on it. That was nothing. It was fake. I wound up being lame. In the beginning, they actually put on a pair of glasses that were cameras, right? That was like a really yeah. thick. It was a lot thicker. They, I don't even think they really even wound up using those. But at the end, they had the super thin ones that very clearly didn't have anything. They just pretended that there was a camera there on those. You know what I mean? When he's at the yeah. last scene we were talking about. So those camera, the cool camera glasses didn't pop back up in the movie. So that was another one. But and also the last one I put down was the cinema of the Ukraine videotape, the self-destructing videotape. Yes, I yep, put that on there too. Good that was it. So that's a very, it, that's a very good one. Because of the underwhelming I'm poof. After the uh, Kingston, I'm surprised you didn't take the poison pen. Nah, nah, see, nah. I don't know. I'm 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 a little over the poison pens. All right, that's a little played out for me. I'm not uh, I'm not a poison pen guy. I actually I didn't write it down. I liked the uh, suitcase laptop that Maxine had. Oh, I did write that. I did write that at the end on the train. I wrote suitcase yeah. computer used on train because it was 
they opened it up. That was where the cell phone was. The, the, the receiver to that phone call, they picked it up, but it also had a laptop in it. And I don't know if it was, it wasn't, I don't think it was built into it, was it? Or was it, it was just a laptop in It looked in there. like it, it, it looked like it. You would take it as a unit though. Oh yeah, oh for sure. I would take the whole thing. That would have been nice. But yeah, that's all I had. Um, so let me recap the, the draft here real quick. You picked the, uh, the stick of gum bomb. I picked yep. the knock list floppy disk. You picked Jim slash John Voight's literal face, uh, the prosthetic face that is ripped off. I'm of gonna Ethan. wear it. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna wear his face. Uh, you I'm could you could pretend face. you're Nick Cage's dad uh, in uh, National Treasure. That'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> or I could pretend I'm Nick Cage in Face Off. One of, one of oh, <laughs> you could do both. That's like a wow. That's like a time. I don't know vortex or something. Uh, okay, so I picked Ethan Hunt's laptop. You picked Ethan Hunt's silver gloves. And then I, I, with the assistance of you, I'll give you a little credit. I, I picked Jim's rigged boombox gun pistol. Random. Well, I don't know how you do put I, the parts in a boombox. <laughs> do I just get the gun or the whole suit? Wait, what are you talking about? The silver gloves. You, you, you were so kind. Oh, to give me the my whole bad, ensemble. my bad. Yeah, yo, you did look at. I wrote it down, and then afterwards, you looked up the whole thing, and it, it did sell with the whole suit. So yeah, no, I'll give you, I'll give you the whole outfit from this scene. Uh, the, the, this, that's like the Mission Impossible scene. So yeah, you can just have that whole thing. Oh, you're, you're welcome. So I'm very generous. Me. I'm very generous. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't do this for everybody. Uh, but okay. uh, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> I think that's it. I think that we we hit it all here. That's it. Mission Impossible I'm, I'm one. Good. We'll do Mission Impossible twenty six. Uh, by the end of the year, we should get to that point, right? I think we're pretty close. Is it? Oh, really? Though, we'll, isn't it? We'll space seven's about. coming out. Eight. Is it, I think it's eight's eight. coming out. Okay. I think it's eight. Hold on. I really can't I'll keep up. You know I, right now. You're gonna, okay. That's fair. Mission uh, Impossible 8 2024. Uh, in 2020, in 2023, we get Mission Impossible. We had another Mission Impossible. Come so on. we had Mission. So we have Mission Impossible in 96, 2 in 2000, 3 in 2006, 4 in 11, 5, which is Rogue Nation in 15. Six in 2018, we get seven next year, and we get eight in 2024, oh, which will probably goodness. get pushed back. I just looked it up. It's it's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2. So they're filming. They're for sure going to film both at the same time, split them up, and like you said, probably a year apart. I just read the yeah. final line. It was announced that both seven and eight films will be a send-off to Ethan Hunt. This is it. It's over. We're done. A send off to Ethan Hunt. I don't think Mission Impossible dies. This becomes the next James Bond. Probably. Like I You're probably right, but this, it says a send off for Ethan Hunt. So what are we gonna do? Just introduce yeah. a new character and do a spin off, or what are we doing? Yeah. Gross. I haven't watched enough movies to care, uh, but I do think there's potential. I might have to catch up. I'm gonna have to catch up and see what's going down. I want to be. I want to be invested in the send off of Ethan Hunt because. Pretty good character for a 90s movie. I'll give him that. I think you will be because his hair is glorious in the second movie. Is it? Okay. I mean, you know me. I'm a big hair guy. I like to, I pay a lot of attention to their. His hair is glorious in the second movie. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'll have to look it up, maybe watch the film. And then maybe in the future episode of the movie PropCast, I'll, I'll do whatever his hair looks like. I'm probably going to have to grow it out. You will quite a bit. Uh, you did. You mentioned before the podcast. You had a question about franchises for me. Oh, it was it was kind of a okay. So it was kind of a joke thing, right? 
okay. I was going to say, because I, we were comparing, there was a mo- brief moment there where I said Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise in the 90s were interchangeable. And I was um, like, what do, you think they the better fr- what do you think the better franchise is, Mission Impossible or Speed? <laughs> you know what's so funny? So I just listened to a podcast, and they were talking about how Keanu Reeves turned down Speed, and I had to Google it. Keanu Reeves turned down speed because he was like, wait, so we're doing speed, but on a cruise liner. And he was oh, like, speed I, I have speed not- two. Yeah, yeah speed, speed two. two. Was- he was like, I, he said, I don't have anything against, like, I don't have anything against the writers. It was a decent idea, but it just felt wrong to me. So he, he chose not to be in speed too. 100% a good decision. You know who, Sandra Bullock oh, got yeah. the bag. She got the bag. She's like, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, though, it didn't even it barely hurt her stock. Like people forget that that even existed. I actually want to go back and watch it now, huh? Because I do remember it being quite ridiculous that they were on a boat and they just oh, it was it was atrocious. You have unlimited ocean, and uh, and and you you have to run it aground to stop. Anyway, yeah, we'll have to I'll have to go back and revisit all that. But no, I just wanted to the the Keanu Reeves Tom Cruise comparison. I I felt like doing, but. It's not even close in the 90s, I think, personally. Now, I don't know. I think you'd, you'd probably pull a lot of people and say Keanu Reeves is that dude. But uh, Well, yeah, I'm taking John Wick over Ethan Hunt. Yeah, the thing John is, Wick it's John almost, Wick's like so unrealistically. like It's insane. Yeah, it, the thing is, it's like comparing a superhero to like a regular hero. Like Ethan does things that a normal person shouldn't, where John just luckily doesn't get shot a lot of the time. Like I don't picture John Wick hanging outside of an aircraft at 2,000 feet. Because he doesn't have to, because he would shoot the aircraft in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. The aircraft wouldn't even get off the ground. All right. No. True. Okay. On that note, we got to get the hell out of here. Uh, movie Propcast, yes. at Movie Propcast on social medias. Give us a follow. And if you want to watch us, like I said, you can watch us. You can watch this new house. You can watch Tyler move into a new house. Uh, live? I'm going yeah, to live stream it on our YouTube moving. channel. <laughs> Yes, it's like a what, like a thirteen-hour drive. You're just gonna just stream it on our YouTube channel, but you can find it, the movie propcast on YouTube. Give us a subscribe there as well, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean we'll catch you guys next time uh, on the movie propcast. Do I do I do do I just do audio from the road? Maybe, maybe we do it. I don't know. I'll call you up. I can do that. We can record it. We have the technology. <laughs> I got I got Ethan Hunt's laptop now. I can do anything. Uh, we're good to go. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, no, seriously, it's late. I'm out of here. We're going to bed. All right, see you. All right. Bye. Later. Love you. Oh, you said it. I'm not going to say it this week. <laughs> he loves you. Goodbye. <laughs>